let me tell you about American financing. Stu, you got credit cards? I do. Yeah. I know you have a wife that likes to buy purses. I've noticed that Lots as well. Lots of purses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you had uh, credit cards, how much interest would you be paying on it right now? Too much interest, Glenn. Too much yes, interest. I'd You're like to exactly pay right. <laughs> what do you do? You call the people at American Financing. Ooh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I suppose you're wondering now, yeah, but could I really save money? Could I really save money? You can save sometimes up to $1,000. And I know what you're thinking. What's the phone number? Yeah, what's the phone number? Well, no, wait. It's Don't call yet. Oh, okay. You've got to know you could save all of that money and you could skip your mortgage payments for two months. I, really? Yes. I would love that. Yeah. Why don't you ask me for the phone oh, number? What's the phone number? Not yet. Americanfinancing.net is their web address. Do they have a phone number? Yes, they do. If you'd stop hounding me, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's Americanfinancing.net. You know what I really like? I like the fact that we're not letting the Russian people see Batman. You know what I mean? Disney is like, hey, 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 whoa, slow down. We're not going to premiere movies over in Russia. And I'm thinking between that and the judo belt, the black belt that has just been rescinded from the International Judo Society, I think that's hitting Putin right where it hurts. You know? Seriously. I, well, he was downgraded from the, pr- the honorary president of the International Judo Foundation, and I believe you're referring to his loss of the black belt in Taekwondo. Oh, that's right, Taekwondo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's taken, boom, boom, yeah. a double hit. He never thought he'd see both of those things. Oh, I mean, no. he probably thought it would be months or years before they went yeah, there. Before and they, here we are. Before you take away <laughs> the guy's black belt or his honorary chairmanship, that's... It's sad what's going on. Boy, when will he relent? Let's talk some logic and common sense. We begin in 60 seconds. All right. You need to save money everywhere you can, but you need to get, you know, great service. You you don't want to downgrade your service. Well, if you have mobile phone, mobile phone, what's that? Only Larry Hagman on on Dallas has a phone in his car. Well, I know it's kind of new technology, but if you have one, you might want to switch and uh, and pay a, a lot less for what you're getting. Patriot Mobile's on the same cell towers that everybody is on, same coverage, 
better customer service, 100% U.S.-based customer service. Um, and also, they, they're not supporting the things like BLM. They're not the ones saying, hey, you should be less white. This is an amazing group of patriots. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. We all better hang together or we will hang separately. Do it now. Save money. Use the promo code Beck. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. All right. So Kamala Harris has been doing the morning shows and... She was explaining how tough these sanctions are on Russia. Here she is. Is that something that the administration would continue, would consider in terms of further sanctions, cutting yeah. off the oil and gas uh, okay, part stop of the economy? Just a sec, just, just a second. Is that something that the administration would, con- would consider uh, adding uh, in the future, cutting off the Russian oil supply. Is that something they would consider? See, I would think that that's where we would start. You know what I'm saying? I would think that's their major source of income. You know, I'm not a ballet dancer, and I probably would not look good in a leotard. However, probably. However, if they hit me first, when they, when they try to shut us down, if they hit me first with no money from your ballet performances, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to cry. I'm going to weep. It's going to be terrible, terrible, terrible. Don't hit me, you know, like on the radio thing or the broadcasting thing. No, no, no. A lot of my money comes through ballet dancing. <laughs> and then if you say, I can't watch Batman, I can't. What do you mean? I'm going to have to wait you're not going to give me an advance showing of Batman? No premieres of Batman? Are you out of your mind between that and ballet dancing? How am I going to go on? That's what Putin is thinking right now. So the question to our vice president is, um, would you guys consider cutting off his, his money supply by banning Russian oil exports? Is that something that the administration would continue, would consider in terms of further sanctions, cutting off the oil and gas uh, part of the economy for Russia? Well, well as you know, that on this issue, for example, we applaud Germany in terms of what it has done as it relates to Nord Stream 2, okay. as it relates so to what we approve. need to do domestically as well as, as what uh-huh. we need to do in terms of this issue generally. Right. We have, as the president said, uh, reevaluated what we're doing in terms of the strategic oil reserve right. here in the United States Stop. to make sure. Anybody notice? I mean, somebody, please send up a flare. If she gets close to answering the question, just send up a flare. We'll come back. In terms of what? In terms of considering cutting the money off. In terms of oil? Yeah. In terms of yeah. her answer about in, in oil yeah. in terms of the right. money? Yeah. In terms of yeah. that? Okay. If you see that, just in, send in, up a flare. In terms of her answer? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure in, I understand. Yeah. In terms in of. In terms of yeah, yeah. her response her to the okay. question. So um, then she goes right into, as the president has said, we're addressing this now with our strategic oil reserves. Now, let's just do a little math here. Okay. First of all, we're talking about hurting the Russians, not America. Okay. 
How do we cut their money off from oil? He's doing a bang up job of cutting all of our money off by making oil and gasoline wildly expensive. Okay. Hey, don't you wish you lived up north right now so you could pay for the oil and gas to heat your house? Oh my gosh, you in Boston must be having a blast right now. Oh, by the way, in Boston, you're the one receiving the Russian oil. Um, all right. So we're going to release the strategic oil reserve. Let's look at those three words, shall we? Strategic oil reserve. What does that imply? Well, mm. it's a place you put oil, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In terms of oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're reserving it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you're reserving it for what? Some sort of strategic purpose. Huh. Mm-hmm. What is that? Well, it's certainly not higher prices. The strategic oil reserve is something that we started because when we got into global war, we went, geez, if somebody cuts off our oil... We better have enough oil so we could make, you know, the fuel for our planes and aircraft carriers. That's what the strategic oil reserve is for. Now, you know, it's not like we're on the on the edge of World War Three. It's not like we have a, a global conflict. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, none of us were thinking Hey, I wonder if they're going to launch missiles. None of us were thinking. None of us were going, you know, it is a possibility that we have World War III. I mean, it could happen tomorrow. None of us were thinking that I'm a guy who worries about everything. I wasn't worried about that two and a half weeks ago. Were you? So, you know, two and a half weeks ago, maybe, you know, hey, we're going to dip into the strategic oil reserves. The oil that we have reserved strategically so our war machine could have fuel. Let's dip into that. Let's you know what? We're just going to release a whole bunch of stuff. It is, according to Goldman Sachs, not going to make a dime of difference at the gas pump. But let's just get rid of some of that oil. Man, that oil is just sitting around not doing anything. Okay, okay, this is great. You know what we should do? We should go and try to destroy anything with the word Russian in it, like the Russian tea room. Do you hear in Washington, D.C., the Russian, I don't know, Waffle House or whatever the hell it is in Washington, D.C.? Probably, it's in D.C., probably run by either the Russian mob or, you know, the uh, the KGB, probably. Uh, but, you know, I don't think we need to go in and destroy it. Do you? I mean, as a private citizen, do you think that's really? I mean, he did lose his black belt. Now, if he loses the (laughs) Russian Waffle House, what is he going to do? People are also in New York City not going to the Russian tea room in protest. Now, let's think this one through the Russian tea room. It was started in. Well, the 1920s, 1927, started by Russian ballet people. Yeah. From the Soviet Union. Yeah, that's that's the time. Now, who knows what the Russian tea room really is, you know, but let me just tell you, I know it was started in the 20s. I know it was started by a bunch of Russians and I know there were a bunch of ballerinas. 
Okay, I know that they were performing at Carnegie Hall and then they left. They just left their country and they needed to make ends meet. So they started a Russian tea room. My gosh, the infiltration in this country is crazy. Now, let's let's not think and dwell too long on the fact that maybe in 1927, those uh, members of the Imperial Ballet didn't like what was happening in the Soviet Union and defected. Russian tea room. Wait a minute. No, it's all about Russia. That tea's got something in it that makes me hate Ukrainians. Let's not eat there. I'll tell you that right now. What is wrong with us? This is the first time. This is the first time. Yeah, I think I can say this. It's the first time that I have seen such a coordinated effort. On all fronts, I don't know what's true anymore. I really don't know. I have no idea. I know I've done my homework over the last two years because of the, the Trump uh, nightmare, the lies that came from the media last time about Ukraine. I know who they are. I know how they're connected to Joe Biden and his lovely son. I know that our State Department is responsible for that little Nazi group. What? How could you say that? They hate Nazis. No, they really don't. Our State Department and our our CIA, they'll fund anyone. Anyone. Oh, that's crazy. They would never do that. They would never do that. I mean, certainly they wouldn't have done that with Osama bin Laden. We're the ones who financed all of that. And then it became a little, a little tough. Now, all of the newspapers, all of them, New York Times, Washington Post, they have done long stories on this particular Nazi group. Okay, they've been against it. They've been, wait a minute, how did none of them are exposing that we financed it with that, gee, that missing seven billion dollars. Where did I put that seven billion dollars? But now, the Washington Post and the New York Times, they're just rediscovering this Nazi group. What? Have you heard? No, that's not. That can't be true. No, Ukraine is the good guy. That's, that's, it's a small group. It's nothing to worry about, really, because I read your newspaper. I read what you said before. How do you trust anything? I, my job is to tell you the truth. I can't tell you the truth of what's going on in Ukraine because I can't read anything other than what social media has, has filtered for me. So I only see one side of it or what the cable news companies are showing me. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that uh, Stephen Miller was right, that this is the first war that is all social media. No, how dare you say that? Is it because you're white and these people are white? What about Syria? No, no, no. This one is highly organized. This one involves everyone, and it involves Zelensky, who I like. But let's not forget he's an actor. Let's not forget 
He knows how to use social media. Good for him. I'm glad. But uh, do we know? I mean, look how many things that we have heard. Have you heard about the ghost of what is it? Ghost of Kiev. What was that ghost? The the, yeah, the, the, the pilot, pilot that was supposedly yeah. knocking down all these planes. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. not accurate. <sighs> it's what? Not accurate. No, pay attention to him. <laughs> Did you hear about those brave Ukrainian soldiers that were on that island and the Russian ship came up and said, hey, you give up your arms. And they were like, yet. Screw you, Russia. Yeah, that was a great story. Oh, not true. No, well, they did say that. They just didn't die after it. Yeah. They didn't. Those brave soldiers didn't go out in a in a blaze of glory. It was still kind of a, a badass move, but they did not uh, they did not actually die. The story. How, who knows what stories right. are true or not? OK, we're in the fog of war. My problem with this is everybody is just jumping onto a bandwagon and if you disagree or question and say, hey, let's not race to World War Three. Uh, you, of course, are an enemy. Yeah. To, to this point, Glenn, we are sitting here talking about this furious Ukrainian response, which does seem to be real. And it does. something that I'm cheering on. I want Me them too. to, to Me fight too. back and fight back valiantly as they are. Um but we are, how many stories have you heard from the media about how Russia stalled? They've tried to do this. It's been a lot harder. They're not getting to where yeah. they wanted to be. So it's been a week since this started. A week. It took us two weeks to get to Baghdad. Hmm. So we are half of the time that it took us in, in what we all would look at as like the easiest, quickest war ever for us to get to Baghdad. That was... Remember the whole Baghdad Bob stuff? Like we, we, anyone who said that they were defending, they were coming up with a furious defense. They were mocked because it took us two weeks. It's only been one week, and I know social media and the news cycle makes it seem like this has been going on forever. It's been one week, and I fear that we have a lot of really ugly days coming uh, here in the in, that in the is, coming weeks and months. That is my point. Yeah. How do you know what's really going on in the ground? On the ground. Have you heard the Russian side? I believe it's most likely propaganda. But I can tell you the West is all propaganda as well right now. This is the reason you have a free flow of information. So you can read differing accounts and make your own decisions. But if we really are a nation of like, wait a minute, so that was a big country going into a smaller country and that's somehow (laughs) wrong. Well, then I guess we need overlords to tell us what we can do. Yeah. And then I'm going to go in and I'm going to spit that tea out at that Russian, that commie tea room. Come on, America. We're better than this. We are better than this. Back in a minute. Rough Greens. Peggy wrote in. She said Baxter are Newfoundland. Is that? I mean, I thought that was a province up in Canada. Anyway, just turned 10 in November, losing all interest in eating. I hate when this happens. At my husband's suggestion, we purchased Rough Greens. Now he's eating his kibble that we sprinkle this on. 
he has we've had a really positive uh, result for a dog we weren't sure was going to make it into the new year thank you rough greens peggy i'm so glad to hear this hush I've been thinking about Uno uh, a lot. I'm not ready to lose another another Jeez. dog. I just, I just not. I can't keep doing it. It's so hard. Uh, and he's getting older. Um, he's been like a puppy uh, lately. I mean, in the last few years, it's been crazy how much life Rough Greens have given him. But he is now starting to slow down again. Uh, roughgreens.com slash back. We gave him... I think we gave him a couple of years, three years because of Rough Greens that he just loved life. Roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you the first bag free. All you pay for is shipping just to make sure your dog will eat it. It's roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, we're all standing in solidarity, and here's uh, comedian Ryan Long. Recently, the International Taekwondo Association made the bold move of revoking Vladimir Putin's black belt. And as many of you know, the majority of his power came from that belt. The absence of that belt will also mean that President Putin's top tactical advisors, such as Steven Seagal, will no longer want to be in his acquaintance offering his insight, as Mr. Seagal would not be caught dead in the presence of a non-black belted politician. So to follow in the International Taekwondo Association's lead, my stand-up special, White Immigrant, which comes out March 7th on my YouTube channel will not be subtitled in Russian. Furthermore, we have spent thousands of dollars airbrushing out the comically large Russian hat that I was wearing during the filming of that special. And lastly, to do my part, I currently have a remote employee working out of Russia whom I currently owe $1,500 to for previous videos. To show the International Taekwondo Association that I stand with them, I will not be paying that invoice. I have now denied that PayPal request and blocked her on all socials. I know it's not much, but it's what I have to offer. Wow, oh, that's brave. Wow, it is brave. <laughs> it is, really it brave. is brave. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. Come on. If you want to hurt Putin, you hit him at oil. You want to survive that. You don't give him our strategic oil reserve. You keep that full and you start pumping oil here in yeah. America. You start opening up gas lines here in America. Are you out of your mind? Let's use some common sense. Either that or we could boycott the Russian tea room and we could all wear black belts. Let's do it. The Glenn Back Program. Oh, helping your kids understand logic. Whew. Uh, it's hard to find in today's world. And the beauty of personal liberty. It can be really dif- difficult to teach your kids that. Believe me, I know from experience. It's tough. Um, it doesn't help that you're swimming against the current. Everything is going in the other direction. Our education system is bound and determined to make sure that they learn the opposite of just about everything that you hold sacred. But that should serve to underline just how important it is. Our children will be the leaders of tomorrow, guiding our nation into the next generation. We have to make sure that they're equipped with the truth. And the Tuttle Twins books can help teach young, young kids high schoolers, even 20-somethings, about freedom uh, and the history of America. 
but they do more than that. They reach in and grab your kid's imagination through these great stories, all based on really important books like The Road to Serfdom. Get a free copy of 13 Questions to Level Up the Family Dinner Conversations and free workbooks. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a 35% discount now, plus the bonuses. Sale ends tomorrow. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Not available in Russia. Sarah, are our phone screeners ready? Because I'm about to open the floodgates. The, uh... Caller number seven right now. <laughs> wins uh... nothing. Oh. Uh, the number is 888-727-BECK. Uh, call us. Uh, today, I just really want to spend time. There's one person that we're going to burn at the stake. I think he's a witch. <laughs> there is one person that is going to come on today that I, I felt I wanted to talk to. Well, there's two people, but I couldn't get the second one, and that is Sam Elliott. So I'm asking you right now. I'm putting out a blanket call. You have any connection to Sam Elliott? <laughs> any connection I mean, the, the real Sam Elliott. Not like, I know a guy named Sam Elliott. Although I might take that interview at some point. Um, the uh, guy, he's an he actor, of course, on 1883. Yeah. He is so, I mean, gosh, I want a cowboy as a president right now. Just somebody's like, you know what? This is all full of crap. <laughs> uh, somebody who just is, just, and I just love Sam Elliott. Um, but anyway, um, so if you, if you got that, or Sam, if you're listening. Call in, you know, 888-727-BCK. You're going to have to stand in line with the rest of them, but call in, Sam. <laughs> sure. Um, but I really want to spend some time hearing what you are feeling and hearing. Uh, this is a very dangerous time in our country, and I want to stay close to you. I want to hear um, your thoughts so I can better serve you and... Uh, and just hear what you're worried about, hear what your thoughts are, because um, it's, it's concerning to me, concerning to me that you can't have any other opinion. There, and it's not even an opinion. There's no nuance. You cannot have nuance. Well, that's what happens when you're ruled by tyrants. There is nuance, and we should be able to say, I mean, Ukraine is the money laundering capital of the world. You know, let's not let's not uh, say, oh, and their people, their people are great. I think their people are probably just like us. They're good people and bad people and they want their freedom. That's great. Um, their government, it's absolutely, totally corrupt. It's horrible. And what did we do about it? Oh, we made it even worse. Joe Biden, and his son was over there. George Soros was like, I'm going to clean this up. I'm sorry. I'm going to clean this up. And lightning bolts <laughs> shoot out of his fingers. I remember that. Uh, you I remember, remember that, that scene? I, yeah. can, I can visualize it oddly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were like, uh, the Ukrainians were like, yet I don't think, I mean, go ahead. Reach for it. You know you want it. Take it. Take it. Uh, no. Um, we all saw that scene, and that was uh, that. That's what's really going on in Ukraine most of the time. Zelensky seems to be like a really great guy. I don't know, but he seems like a normal human being. But he's also an actor. We know what Putin is. He's a cold-blooded killer. Uh, don't like him. Don't like him at all. 
love to see somebody in his own nation uh, take him out. However, now this is one of those nuances. Who's going to replace him? Oh, maybe we could get the CIA to, to stage something so we have the replacement and we can put our replacement in there. Wouldn't that be great? Sounds Stuart? great. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, the good thing about him being replaced was was probably be that whoever was replacing would need a couple of years to solidify their power and maybe we'd get a break from this particular situation. Yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, look, I we all want him out of power. Yeah. This is a, a guy who has done lots of damage over the over the years, but the right. fact that he's doing this and feels like this is okay and appropriate and he's going to get away with it shows that he's capable of anything. Yeah, he is. He is. And, uh, you know, you... He you is. roll the dice with somebody else when you have somebody like that. Right? I mean, you had the czar. He was really bad. And, you know, then you had Lenin. Uh, no, and, no, it's the... Look, I mean, it's the, roll uh, of a, it's the roll of a dice when you go into a revolution. Yeah, it's true. So, you, but it's, you know, when you know the outcome is already bad with what you have, yeah. you usually... I mean, you say like, oh, we got to get rid of anybody, anybody but Donald Trump. And then uh, <laughs> look what you got. Uh, by the way, I, I want to let you know that uh, the American Journey Experience, which is uh, through Wall Builders and uh, Mercury One, this is where we have the vaults. Uh, we are now the third largest collection of American history and documents. We are only behind the National Archives and the Library of Congress. Uh, it is remarkable. We take people through all the time and they're like, wait, wait, what is this? It's remarkable what we have been able to acquire. And, um, you know, before we bury it uh, in the ground someplace so the Marxists can't destroy it, we thought we would share it with people. And you and your family can come and learn the true history of America uncensored. Uh, you'll see the actual documents. You know, it's crazy. Is that 1619 project? You know, when white people first brought slavery to the Americas. Oh, my God. Gosh, 1619, what a horrible year. Not quite as bad as 1541, where uh, the Spanish were importing slaves in Florida. It's weird because we got all the documents for it. So anyway, you want to be involved. Uh, the American Journey Experience, the family seminar, David Barton, uh, Tim Barton, his son, and I host it. It is March 18th and 19th. It's just a couple of weeks away uh, in uh, Dallas, Texas, here at the studio complex, the historic Paramount Studio Complex. Um, and we would love to spend the weekend with you and your family. It's, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's free, but could be a thousand. I have no, I have absolutely no idea it's probably pretty cheap if it it costs something because i mean you know we know uh all you have to do is um it doesn't say <laughs> you have no idea what you have to do no it, it doesn't so even typical. say this is so stupid the, 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 I, I have all of the details but it doesn't say who to contact i guess just call your cell phone yeah, let me give you my private cell phone number. <laughs> Just go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org, uh, and uh, you know maybe they'll have all the details there. Now, I, I hate to question someone in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame yeah. like yourself. Yeah, and, how do you think uh, I got at, here? Especially after that segment, oh, with well, that incredible promotional course, value you just supplied for Can Mercury I tell you One. something? Can I tell you something? I am so good that I'm already in the Radio Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I think 
there's a chance I'm going to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Really? Anytime. Yeah, anytime. In Cooperstown. Anytime. They'll mm-hmm. be like, he was hitting home runs on the radio like nobody's business. Mm, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and doubt that yeah. one. Why uh, would I go to Cooperstown? That's that's where the, the Hall of Fame is, is located, huh. Glenn. Yeah, mm-hmm. learn something new every day. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. go ahead. Uh, so you, I believe, started with a promotional mention of the upcoming interview we're going to have and then never actually got to who that was. You yeah, just started talking about Sam Elliott. Yeah, um, I know. So, yeah, that person is coming up, the, the witch. We're right. going to try him uh, and we're going to tie him to a stake. Mm-hmm. Now, I might, I might tie some rocks around him, tie his hands and his feet, throw him into a lake. And if he if he floats, we'll then kill him because we'll know he's a witch. But if he sinks, we'll know he's not a witch. And uh, he was a good guy the whole time. He was a good guy the whole time. So <laughs> it's really a, a a fraught thing to do. It doesn't it doesn't wind up. Yeah, but well. why? Look, I'm reimagining our justice system. Yes, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. Uh, let me go to uh, Will in West Virginia. Hello, Will. Hi, Glenn. How you doing, man? All right. I've been uh, listening to you since you were in Philly. Holy cow. That's that's a long, wow. long time ago. <laughs> yep. I miss the um, cheese I'm an international consultant, and uh, a friend of mine just told me that power and communication went down in Taiwan on a massive scale. Today? About 15 minutes ago now. Yeah, good, good, good. Good, good. Doesn't that well, make us all feel so much better? It does. Thank you. Um, okay. I want you to know, I don't know, Will. I don't know if he's actually a consultant, took a phone call, don't know anything about the power grid in Taiwan. Could you look this up? Mm-hmm. Uh, that wouldn't, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean China is attacking. You know, no. here's the good thing. China doesn't have the amphibious, uh, amphibious ships, right? Amphibious or amphibian uh, ships to be able to bring the troops on onshore um but i will tell you if they are going in for taiwan you know i doubt we're gonna send troops or do anything about it but i do hope somebody's there with some plastique not to be confused with the face of nancy pelosi although i bet that i bet that could do some damage just her face but uh some plastique and blows up all of those really really very high-tech chip plants because those are the ones for the satellites, and these are the most the the uh, most technically uh, powerful chips made no. in Taiwan. If that happens, I'm never getting my car. You'll never get your car. <laughs> I'll never get my toaster. <laughs> Love it. Uh, by the way, there does seem to be a, a pretty uh, serious network outage and uh, power outage in Taiwan. I no no evidence that it's related to anything other you know we don't we have no evidence of anything on that to be clear you know at this point everyone's so on edge Mm -hmm. uh, you want to make sure that you're clear we do not have any evidence that's tied to china i will say what is i think pretty clearly tied to to uh what's going on in ukraine and what may very well happen in taiwan is not just afghanistan and the way we left afghanistan but what we didn't do in hong kong yeah, we just sat there and watched it, and then yelled at people who work for the NBA when they said they were on the side of Hong Kong. Like our reaction was, "Hey, apologize for supporting those people." Yeah, I, I, China takes a, a didn't didn't you it, don't it, think it, Vladimir Putin took something from that? I mean, Hong oh, yeah, Kong is a is a financial center, and we completely abandoned it when China started. Well, we were their busy move. with our masks and COVID. That's true. 
So we had a reason not to pay attention. There you know, you go. we were very self. We were yelling at the unvaccinated healthcare exactly workers. Exactly right. Exactly right. Screw yeah. those people in the streets. You know, with American flags going, help us, America. We had to figure out if mm. the mask should be worn. Masks shouldn't be worn. If we could open up or not. It was a very complex time. We cannot chew gum and walk at the same time. Trust me. Ask Biden to do it. Mm. Not gonna happen. He can walk and and lick ice cream. Yes, he can do that. He can do that. We can but find it's out different. what flavor he's having. Um, uh, the, the, if this, it's not. I'm sure it's not. And I, when I say I'm sure it's not, I'm like, please, dear God, don't let it be this. Um, if there is something going on in Taiwan, this changes the entire world. Now, I like to start my day thinking, oh, this may be the last day of freedom on Earth. Wouldn't that be great? Mm. I have decided, you know, I've been trying to lose weight uh, and uh, man, I keep falling off the wagon. But anyway, trying to lose weight and uh, was doing pretty well um, until I start seeing all this. And uh, and I'm like, you know, you know how you can have, you know, what are those the cookie cereal? It's a. Uh, Cookie Crisp? Yeah, Cookie Crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you need cereal, uh, junky cereal names, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here and for that. Fruit Loops and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- those are the things I usually crave. But honest to God, one more of these big things like this, I'm just going to take, you know, the double stuff Oreos and just dump them into a bowl and, you know, heavy cream, whatever I got, whatever I got. That's what I'm having for breakfast. So you're... You're blaming Putin for your weight gain. Damn right. Did you hear about that guy in Florida? (laughs) Guy in Florida pulled over. He was speeding. He said he just heard that Putin put uh, his troops on uh, nuclear high alert and he he had to get home. He needed to get home. Got a ticket. Got a ticket. But he was that was his excuse for speeding. We might be blown up at any minute. I got to get home with my family. I mean, there are worse excuses. Oh, I, I suppose. Yeah, and I've used most of them. Yeah, <laughs> but I kind of, I'm kind of with yeah. him. My my version is not. I'm going to speed home. I'm going to sit down to a big bowl of Oreo cookies and heavy cream. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do? Back in a minute. <laughs> Let me tell you about uh, Car Shield. Car Shield. You know, in all those country songs about the trucks, they never ever talk about how much it costs to fix them. And I think that's because they get the bill and then they just start drinking it away. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think country singers are the real problem. Anyway, um, if everybody had a car shield, would we even have country music? I don't know. It's kind of deep thinking you expect from this program. If your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles, car shield has monthly coverage options for any budget. Um, and they're locked in, so they're not going to go up with inflation. Um, you get rental car options as well, roadside assistance, trip reimbursement. Do not get stuck, especially if they're going into Taiwan today. Don't get stuck, you know, having a chip go down. You'll never drive again. Car Shield. CarShield.com slash Beck or call 800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. The Glenn Beck Program.
Oh, yeah, dog. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm glad you're here. So, I've always wanted to see Chernobyl. Not going to be able to see Chernobyl, though. No. Uh, you might see it. Just You might mm-hmm. see the flames of yeah. it in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, wanted to see Red Square. Nobody would go with me. So, didn't see Red Square. Wanted to see the Great Wall and the Forbidden City. Nope. Nobody would go with me. Didn't go. You know, I thought I learned my lesson when Andy Williams invited Stu and I to his Christmas show and he calls me up and he's like, you got to come. I really want you to come. It's tonight. And we were in the area. You got to come, please. And I'm like, Andy, we'll see you next year. Then he died. I think killed possibly by Putin. Bastard. Uh <laughs> Don't pass up the opportunity to do the things that you want to do, because I could learn that lesson or I the lesson that I think society, you know, would have me learn is life is unfair because a bunch of white people control everything. And Andy Williams was white. Putin is white. And I need to vote for a representative or a party that will promise me equity and solve all these problems so I can get ahead of the line. Right? Am I right? Hello? (laughs) Is this on? (laughs) By the way, the power outage in Taiwan seems uh, normal. There was an accident at a plant uh, on the northern side. Uh, Apparently, bombs flew out of the sky or so. No, it's normal. It's a normal power outage. The Glenn Beck Program.